Hey everybody, this is Ethan Reno uh, with the Abscond podcast. Um, I know it's been a bit since I've put out a podcast. Um, a lot of that had to do with moving to Guatemala, which is where I am right now. And I'm in my room. I've had the podcast on the back burner for a while. And this will be kind of a different episode than usual. Um, it's, it's more of a tribute or an homage to... Someone who I've really loved and admired and respected my whole life. Um, and in many ways, I've been impacted by him mainly indirectly. Um, so there's this man named Eugene Peterson. Eugene H. Peterson. And many of you might have, may have heard of him. Many of you have probably read... Um, if not more of his books, you probably heard of or read The Message, which is a translation of the Bible, which is more accessible and more um, more written in common English than a lot of translations of the Bible. So it's very easy to read. It has sold over 17 million copies, um, his translation of the Bible. Um, he says that he doesn't count the message as a book of his because he didn't write it. He simply translated it, and uh, he's very humble in that way. Um, so he was 85 years old. He just recently turned 85. A week ago, he went into hospice care, and today I found out that he passed away. And um, to be honest, I spent a good amount of time in my room alone today. Uh, once I got home from work, just kind of reading articles on him, interviews with him, things like that, and just like, um, just cried for a bit because I'll be honest, I don't cry a lot. And really the only things that cause me to cry are um, deaths of the saints, whether that's martyrdom or merely people who have, um, you know, in Eugene Peterson's own words, uh, lived out a long uh, what is it? A long obedience in the same direction, which was a book that he wrote, and that's kind of what everyone's saying about him now is that he lived out a long obedience in the same direction. And um, the thing that first made me lose it was uh, a week ago when he went into hospice care, his family released a statement saying, During the previous days, it was apparent that he was navigating the thin and sacred space between earth and heaven. We overheard him speaking to people we can only presume were welcoming him into paradise. There may have even been a time or two when he accessed his Pentecostal roots and spoke in tongues as well. Among his final words were, let's go, and his joy, my oh my, the man remained joyful right up to his blessed end, smiling frequently. In such moments, it's best for all mortal flesh to keep silence, but if you have to, some if you have to say something, say this, holy, holy, holy. It feels fitting that his death came on a Monday, the day of the week he always honored as a Sabbath during his years as a, as a pastor. After a lifetime of faithful service to the church, running the race was with gusto. It is reassuring to know that Eugene has now entered into the fullness of the kingdom of God and has been embraced by eternal Sabbath. Peterson was one of the world's most respected theologians and wrote more than 40 books about faith, the Bible, worship, and theology. To be honest, the last time I cried <laughs> this much was when a man named Haddon Robinson passed away. Um, both Haddon 
and Eugene um, were Haddon directly. Haddon was one of my dad's seminary professors, whereas Eugene, in essence, mentored my dad from a distance. Um, he didn't know my dad, but my dad read all of his books, and Eugene was referred to as a pastor's pastor. He was very influential on church leadership and how to love people and love a congregation well and lead well. And um, he was well known for his imagination and creativity in interpreting and understanding the Bible. And um, yeah, I think that it's incredibly important for us as Christians to take moments like this to acknowledge and reflect on the people who were shapers of the church in our lifetimes. And whether we know it or not, if you've been in a church in the past couple decades, you've probably been influenced by both Haddon Robinson and Eugene Peterson, um, as they've been influential in teaching at seminaries and writing books, which are read by millions of pastors around the world. Um, So their influence, even if you don't know their names, if you're a Christian or you've been to church or you've been impacted in some way by the life of a Christian um, or a pastor or a wise church leader of any kind, you've probably been influenced by one of these men. Today, Eugene passed away. And um, yeah, I just think it's so important to acknowledge that and spend time to sit in it and um, you know history moves on and history is shaped by men like that men who finished the race well didn't give up halfway didn't throw in the towel didn't get off track or distracted by the world by other things pulling their attention sideways Um, and Eugene did that he lived out 85 years of a long obedience in the same direction and so I think just to honor him and wrap up this short little podcast tribute. Um, I want to try to read Hebrews 11, a couple verses from Hebrews 11, which is a passage I often turn to whenever something like this happens. It reminds me of um, people who have passed on before me and also the the hope and the joy and the the grandeur of what awaits us um, on the other side of death. And as tribute to Eugene Peterson, I'm going to read it in his translation, the message translation of Hebrews 11. So Hebrews 11, starting in verse 1, The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd, By faith, we see the world called into existence by God's word, what we see created by what we don't see. Jumping down to verse 8. By an act of faith, Abraham said yes to God's call to travel to an unknown place that would become his home. When he left, he had no idea where he was going. By an act of faith, he lived in the country promised him, lived as a stranger camping in tents. Isaac and Jacob did the same, living under the same promise. Abraham did it by keeping his eye on an unseen city with real, eternal foundations, the city designed and built by God. By faith, barren Sarah was able to become pregnant, old woman as she was at the time, because she believed the one who made a promise would do what he said. 
That's how it happened that from one man's dead and shriveled loins, there are now people numbering into the millions. Each of these people of faith died not yet having in hand what was promised, but still believing. How did they do it? They saw it way off in the distance, waved their greeting, and accepted the fact that they were transients in this world. People who live this way make it plain that they are looking for their true home. If they were homesick for the old country, they could have gone back any time they wanted. But they were after a far better country than that. Heaven country. You can see why God is so proud of them and has a city waiting for them. And jumping down to section 32. There were those who, under torture, refused to give in and go free, preferring something better. Resurrection. Others braved abuse and whips and, yes, chains and dungeons. We have stories of those who were stoned, sawed in half, murdered in cold blood. Stories of vagrants wandering the earth in animal skins, homeless, friendless, powerless. The world didn't deserve them, making their way as best they could on the cruel edges of the world. Not one of these people, even though their lives of faith were exemplary, got their hands on what was promised. God had a better plan for us, that their faith and our faith would come together to make one completed whole. Their lives of faith, not complete, apart from ours. Do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans cheering us on? It means we'd better get on with it. Strip down and start running. Never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God, he could put up with anything along the way. Cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there, in the place of honor, right alongside God the Father. So on there, that's in verse twelve or chapter 12. So... Really, it's moments like this that remind me of what things are really important and um, just incredibly grateful for men like Eugene Peterson who have called us to see beyond ourselves, beyond our world, and um, beyond things we get distracted by. So hopefully you take some time to you know, read some of Eugene Peterson's books or at least watch a couple interviews with them. There's a really, really well-done interview where he just sits down with Bono, the lead singer of U2, the rock band from Ireland. And uh, it's a really, really good video. They just kind of go into the artistry of the Psalms, and it's definitely worth a 20-minute watch. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this was beneficial for you. And most of all, um, right now at least, I hope that you just keep the Peterson family in your prayers and that you would maybe honor him Um, by checking out some of the stuff that he has created in order to point us toward Jesus and remind us uh, why we do what we do, why we run the race the way that we do. So thanks again. This is Ethan Renault with Abscond Podcast. I'll talk to you guys soon, hopefully. Bye.